Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey kids, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 241, and I just realized I don't have my damn intro up on my screen like I normally do, and I've been doing this for how many freaking episodes, and I still don't have it memorized? Kind of sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Thank you very much, Peanut Gallery. Shut up. Here we go. Ah, as I was saying before, we are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I am Mako-chan. And Ichigo Gami's back here for ya. I'm probably gonna lose my tongue by the end of this episode. If you haven't already. That will make Mako-chan happy. Yep. You see what I'm saying? I, I can't win here. Uh, we are live tonight, week of November 10th, 2015 on the VOG Network. Tuesdays, back at our regular time slot of 9.30pm Eastern Time, because I no longer have to take that class anymore. I am done, and there is an f- interesting story behind it I will tell later. And don't forget, we have replays Thursdays at 2pm Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, ChatZilla, use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G, or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash VOG Network. There is an IRC link. Um, you click on that, it'll bring you directly into the chat. And the current thing they're talking about is Old Wives Cures for Sore Throats. And Jazz. Yay, Jazz. And a love-hate relationship with Verizon. Oh my god, Verizon. I was like, oh Jesus. Please let me live. Please. And while this is going on, I'm sitting here in the background eating my Buffalo Wild Wings. I said, fuck this. I am not waiting till the end of the show. Mmm, wings. Mm. You get any rest of the class? No. Rest of the I class. had. It's okay. See, the rest of the class didn't chip in, so the rest of the class doesn't get any. I got my own. Well, I made tacos anyway, so... Well, it is Taco Tuesday. That's true. It is Taco Tuesday. Mm. I'm suddenly reminded of when Ari said I would end up doing the intro while eating the wings, and it's like the wings are too good to finish the intro. Yeah, I don't think I could actually do that. I'd have to wait till the intro is over, then eat. And if not during that, I would have to wait till the first musical break to finish the last of my food. I also have an open bottle of beer on the other side of the studio as well. I have to retrieve that. Nom, 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 nom. Dinner chip. Damn right. Alright. Enough of me chewing in everybody's ear. Enough of that. I know y'all got sick of it. So. We're going to kick things off with how was your week and how was your day? And... Normally, Ari takes us off, but he's currently at work tonight, so Mako-chan is going to kick us off. But I am going to give her a special um, How Was Your Week, How Was Your Day uh, background theme. Oh, dear God. 
Well, I, 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 I think you'll like it. No. Just put it low enough so people can hear me. Okay. How's that? I am so dancing to this right now, you have no idea. Oh, Lord. Um, so, yeah, I seem to have a frog in my throat, so just call me Miss Piggy tonight. hey yo! I'm done. Good night. Good night. I'm shutting it down. I'm done. I'm done. <clears throat> yeah, so, uh... Yeah, I, I... As you can hear, I have a cold, and because I've been talking all day at work... Um, it's basically caused me to lose my voice. <clears throat> so yeah, as Ari says in the chat, yes, I'm auto-tuned tonight. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the reason why Ranma is playing this is uh, Saturday, I took my mother to go see the Peanuts movie for her birthday, and it was fucking great. I loved it. See, if I had known, I would have gotten y'all discount tickets to go, so... Yeah, well, but it was, it was awesome. Um, you know, I've always had issues with the animation style and all of that, but just sitting down and watching the movie, it, like, it, it kept all the, you know, all the love of the original. Um, I had issues with Peppermint Patty's voice. But that's just because it didn't sound tomboy enough for me. Well, maybe but, um, maybe you should have gotten he, the voice of Makoto uh, to do her to do Peppermint Patty's voice. <laughs> I think they actually got kids to do the voices. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I mean, for the last couple of like <coughs> TV cartoons and specials, they have, you know. Yeah, but um. By the end of the movie, I figured out, and I I'm totally Lucy. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, I, I, at the ending of the movie, just just proved it. I am totally Lucy. See, you're one part Lucy and one part Peppermint Patty. Well, yeah, I mean, I've got the tomboy for Peppermint Patty, but Peppermint Patty is, you know, extreme into sports, and that's just not where I go into my tomboy stuff. But Lucy is, you know, is definitely Sundara. Yes. And, and just going through the entire movie and what she's saying and then that ending, it's just, I'm like, as soon as I saw that ending, I'm like, fuck, I'm definitely Lucy. And I'm looking up uh, the voice for Peppermint Patty on IMDb. <clears throat> it pretty much is like a 12-year-old girl, you know? Yeah, I'm almost positive they, they got... Yeah. It's just, it doesn't... I guess because the original voice was a, a little bit deeper and just sounded like, you know, I'm gonna go and hang out and play sports and stuff. Though It didn't, you know, the new voice just didn't match in my head. Right. But the other voices were pretty spot on. I, I kind of felt the same way when they changed um, Ronda Boy Type's voice in the dub and when I was watching the new dub of Sailor Moon. So I, 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 I do understand where you're coming from with that. 
But yeah, I had such a great time. And then they showed a preview for the new Chipmunks movie. And my mother turned to me and she's like, so I guess that's another movie that we're going to go see with a bunch of kids in the theater, right? <laughs> for a second, I thought you were going to say you saw the preview trailer for Gemini Holograms. I would be like, that it is so terrible. No, no, no. so bad. No, she just as soon as the as soon as the uh, preview for the new Chipmunks movie was over, she looked at me. She's like, "We're going to see that, right?" <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, other than that, I've been uh, working and trying to pack. Seeing as how I have, you know, like a week and a half before I have to move. Get the stepping. Yeah, my kitchen is like 99% packed so the reason why I had no choice but to go to Buffalo Wild Wings is because I have nothing to cook with all of my pots and pans and all of that have been packed up already mm. so yeah well I barely use it so you know I was just going to like, I've got meatloaf, so I was just going to come home and make some, like, make a side to go with it and realize that I didn't even have sides to go with it. So, in other words, you won't do that. No, I won't do that. <laughs> Baka. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's my week and day. All right, let me uh, switch tracks here. Um, switch it over. Ichigo, how was your week and how was your day? Yay! The magical girl transformation sequence. My week. Um, just been kind of keeping busy around the house, and of course catching up on all my TV stuff and things. And, um, like, I've, there's not been a lot going on too much. Um, you know, just trying to get organized and things like that. Um, been baking a lot more, which is not unheard of, but it's just something I don't traditionally do a lot of. So, mm. kind of fun. Because um, it's just been winding down from AUSA, and then we went to FairyCon this past weekend. So, that was a lot of fun. I ended up participating in the fashion show with that. So cool. it was pretty cool. I got to hang out with some of my friends I don't normally see a lot of outside conventions and stuff. And Fairy Con's really fun. Like, it's a fantasy convention. A lot of authors and stuff. They had the author for the Spiderweb Chronicles. If anybody was a fan of that growing up or is still a fan of that series, um, they had her, uh, the author, come out and do some signing and stuff like that. It was really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, we. There's really not too much on my side of the world. It's kind of like uh, downtime, I guess, because on the East Coast, our convention season kind of finishes up with, like, NecoCon. Well, it, 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 it de de depends. For some people, it ends at NecoCon. But since we have this new convention in the area for December, which is not a very good convention, for some, it is their final con of the year. Which con is that? Uh, it's called DerpyCon. Oh, I've heard stories. Um, I just, I'm not going to count that one. I'm going to say NecoCon is kind of where yeah. Virginians kind of finish off, or the Marylanders kind of finish off, unless they 
they travel. Um, I know that Florida has a few conventions and mm-hmm. stuff as far as like mid east coast. Uh, my next convention is going to be Otakon Vegas, so I'm not even counting the conventions that people travel kind of nationally or internationally for. Um, that sounds about right. I mean, for me, there is a convention happening, like a comic book sci-fi convention happening like an hour, <coughs> hour by train from me called WinterCon, so I'm going to be hitting that up. I'm just waiting for them to get back to me about media passes. I'm like, come on. Throw a brother a bone if you want some coverage, you know? No, it's always good uh, when there are smaller conventions and stuff, especially if you're press or you have that kind of leeway to um, either advertise or go, just to help them ramp up a little bit more interest and stuff. Of course. But yeah, and you know, um, it's just kind of quiet right now, so it's kind of a lull in between season, for me at least. And um, I'm really not ramping up to do too many cosplays and stuff, but I have a few commissions to get done before the winter's over. So that's what before I'm you go into hibernation mode? Yes, hibernation mado mm. uh, mode. All right. And how was your day, Ranma? Hold on. If it'll switch over. Alright, work has been usual. I mean, going back into retail, I kind of figured I would lose my weekends, you know? So it happens. I mean, there have been times I've gotten, I get Saturdays off, which is cool. Usually my days are for Wednesday and Saturday. It, it's cool. I just never thought I'd find myself getting up at 4.45 in the morning to go to, to, go to work. Thankfully, when I'm up that early, I'm working in the back of the house, which is just fixing computers on that shift and going home, which is, I don't mind, you know. At least I, I have faster access to the coffee machines. But, um, this past Saturday, um, I helped uh, volunteer with uh, Extra Life, which is part of the Children's Miracle Network, where pretty much, for 24 hours, is a big marathon where gamers just play games and raise money for um, local children's hospitals, part of the Children's Miracle Network. And that's pretty cool. Um, during the event, we did a six-hour block. And we joined up with various, um, I guess, Let's Players in the area. And, and it was fun. Um, our goal was 1,000, but we hit 469. But after final numbers tallied up and so forth, we kind of came close to about 2,700 bucks. That's cool. Yep. And then there was my donation, because the company I work for, they... You get they, they you get they pay you get paid by the hour for volunteer and that money that you get paid goes directly to that charity and they match it which is pretty cool. Awesome. Yep. Um, and that basically has been um my weekend per se. And like I said, normally I have Wednesdays and Saturdays off, but. There's been a change in the schedule, so I was off yesterday and today, so. Hey, two days off in a row was awesome. Yeah, I guess, but I also get a little, I get much more lazier than normal, so we we can't have that. But but here's the reason why we're on earlier tonight, because I did say starting next week, we'll be back at our 9.30 time slot, but tonight... We're doing it differently because, as I've said before, sometimes there may be a t- uh, there may be a change, you know, 
just just in case, you know, in case something happens. So now what, what happened was is that I forgot that tonight was the uh, last was like the last class I had to take. Um, let's see. Do I have that set up right? Yeah, that's it right. Yeah, that I, tonight was the last class I had to take, and it was fi- and it was finals. And I totally forgot, and I showed up 15 minutes late. And I sit down, and he hands me the um, no, I actually got there about 25 minutes late. Yeah, and he hands me the final. 34 questions. I go through it in about 10 minutes, and I get up, and I hand it to him, and I'm about to walk out. Everybody's looking at me funny, because mind you, I have not been there for most of the class. Baka. Well, work has been more important, and with the training coming up during that time, I, I couldn't just, you know, I couldn't, you know, I had to be there. It's also probably because you rolled in like half an hour late, let's be honest. Maybe, but I do tend to show up late from time to time, so it, 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 it does happen, you know. So, he looks at me like, are you you sure about this? I'm like, yeah. I'm, and I say, you can grade it now if you want. And he looks at me and goes, have you studied the book? No. So, he goes to grade it. 34 question test. 32 out of 34 correct. Nice. That's not too bad. That's what he said. And, I'm, and I said, yeah, if I actually liked studying, I would have gotten a 34 out of 34. And he looks at me like, what is your secret? I'm like, um, this is A plus certification training. Most of what's on the quiz is stuff I've had to deal with in the last 10 plus years of being in IT, so... That and half the questions were common sense, so I'll see you on the flip side, and I walked <laughs> So I showed up at 625, and I was out the door by 645. Nice. And now I no longer have to worry about that, and now that I have my Tuesdays and Thursdays free, I guess I can start going to the gym. I guess. If I wanted to, maybe I should. Hey, that's all. That's all you. Mm. Well, yeah. It usually is all me. <laughs> yeah, I, that is the one piece of advice that I will never give out. <laughs> you want to work out, you do that. You don't want to work out, you do that too. Well, I do have to because, you know... I need to get back to a 3638 because only Old Navy carries decent slacks that fit me and will last me over a year. And the fact that I have to order them online doesn't do me any freaking good. Yeah, because even when you order it based on the inches and stuff, there are still um, allowances they have for mistakes and stuff. So it could mm-hmm. fit even if you get the right size. Yeah, that and what happened was I found this out because I had a friend that worked at uh, old that worked at works at Old Navy and she got me some slacks and and I asked her you know what's the deal and she said Old Navy hired a new um, clothing designer and redesigned the slacks. I was like, son of a bitch, really, really. And I'm just like, ugh. And I'm like, that explains a lot. So, 
and right now I'm double checking the wired connections on on the Skype on the Skype machine and making sure everything is working properly because I'm not seeing an input coming in but eh, if somebody calls in we'll figure it out because I, I think it's set properly the way it is if not as always I will blame uh, Skype Yay. or Koi well we're out of the um blaming Koi um to statue of limitations screw that well we are I can't start I can't start blaming Koi until around the Christmas special nah why don't we just blame red Starbucks cups they <laughs> can I get a blue Starbucks cup I mean really can I there's actually somebody's been putting out a blue Starbucks cup with like a menorah on yeah. it. Yeah. Like about Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. And I've also seen the Pride Starbucks cup. The trolls feed them. Now, I-, I like the fact that there is a Pride Starbucks cup. That that's cool. No, I really like that. I was like Rainbow Starbucks cup. No way. <laughs> okay, all right, people. We're gonna go. Ahead. We're gonna go back to our old format, but I'm tweaking it just a little. You know. So we're going to take a quick break, and then when we get back, when we get into the news, your phone calls, Skype calls, strange news from Japan, holes stuff. And I think I actually have some semi-significant breaking news, but since it's coming out of Boston, it doesn't really count because it's Boston. Well, I'm the only one here that doesn't like Boston, really. Likes to pick fun at Boston. I don't care. I kind of figured, so, um, we'll be back.
thought I'd be able to finish the last of my dinner which was like two wings during that three minute three and a half song minute uh song but actually close to four minutes nope guess not <laughs> uh okay 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 well, let's get down to to news at hand here um Marco before we continue do you want me and Ichigo to handle the bulk of these Marco? That would probably be for the best. Okay, I just want to make sure, because in case, I, I don't know if you wanted to, you know, to talk a couple, th- you know. No, I'll put my two cents in, but I probably shouldn't be reading any of them. I don't, I don't think, I, I don't think people would be able to uh, stand it. Well, that and if you give your two cents, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be wanting my change. Har har har. Um I just have to say something. What? Um I have been waiting to buy a flask until I found a flask that I, you know, that like spoke to me. Mm-hmm. And dear god, I found a flask that spoke to me. What did it say? It's Han Solo blaster. I've seen that. Yep. I I I, I want it. It's not for sale yet, but I want it. That is my flask. Lord Jesus. That's all I have to say. Alright. Let's go ahead and... Let's go ahead and talk. Let's let's talk um, Sailor Senshi, okay? Let's talk Sailor Moon real quick. Hello, Jupiter? Yay, Jupiter! Alright. Nobody cares about Jupiter. It's all about Venus. What? We're gonna punch you to Jupiter until you get more stupider. So, uh, just so you know, I'm scared of either one of you. You should be. I will borrow Tuxedo Commons, uh, Kane. I will beat you both like redheaded stepchildren. Oh, but you act like we wouldn't like it. <laughs> oh, trust me on that. I, I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> 
Anyway, getting no, back to our no. lovely Sailor Moon and all things magical and moony. An alley scheduled Sailor Moon Christmas Mm-hmm. Viz Media has scheduled the English dub premiere of Sailor Moon Crystal on their Neon Alley streaming service. The launch is planned for November 20th with episodes 1 and 2 available on that evening. Ooh. New episodes will premiere every Friday night starting with episode 3 on November 27th. Viz describes it based on Naoko Tekuchi. Legendary manga series, the Sailor Moon Crystal anime saga, retells the story of Sailor Moon as she searches for her fellow Sailor Guardians and the legendary Silver Crystal to stop the dark forces of Queen Beryl. Also, Sailor Moon Super Season 4 continues with two new subtitled episodes added every Monday. This includes episode 156 and 157 on November 9th, episodes 158 and 159 on the 16th, Episodes 160 and 161 on the 23rd, and episodes 162 and 163 on November 30th. Also catch Sailor Moon R, Season 2, Episodes 20 through 24 through 46, available to stream now in their entirety with dubbed English dialogue. Fall season anime includes One Punch Man and K, Return of Kings. Other offerings include Huraku no Go, with episodes... I feel like it's supposed to be Hikaru no Go, but that's uh, few and far between. Maybe Join- it's a spinoff series. Maybe it's a spinoff series. Whee! So 51 through 75 dubbed, joining previously available 1 through 50 throughout the month. Um, Viz describes, yeah, it's Hikaru no Go, not mm. Haraku no Go, as the article describes it. Thank <laughs> you very much, Crunchyroll. I know. Yay, Crunchyroll. So crunchy. Karu Shindo is like any 6th grader in Japan. <laughs> a pretty normal kid with two-toned head of hair and a penchant for antics. His life completely changes when he finds an old bloodstained go board in his grandfather's attic. The ghost of an ancient go master named Fujiwara no Sai was trapped in the board and soon becomes part of Hikaru's consciousness. Together, Hikaru and Sai make an unstoppable go-playing team. So, yeah, for those of you who are looking for more information on Sailor Moon, definitely check that article out. Here's my question. Didn't Hikaru no Go already come over? It did, yeah. No, there was a dubbed version of it. I'm not quite sure why um, Viz is re... Well, this, if you look, it says episodes 51 through 75. Yeah, Mm. that's true. No, I, I thought it was already... I thought the entire series had already came out like years ago. That's what my th- that's what my question. That's what I thought. It might not have been the full series unless Japan continued the series later on. Or it might have been licensing issues or something. Not the first that time too. that shit happened. All right. Now, our next question, I mean, our next top article, which does tie into the open forum topic that we will get into later. Who has seen Crayon Shin-Chan? Duh. Yeah. Mm. I don't know what I like more, the dub or the original Japanese. Both are hilarious as fuck. I took a Japanese cultural class in college, and... They had a full section on Shin-Chan. 
and like we got to read some of the manga and everything and it just was kind of twisted that that's the manga they chose to uh actually show off in a japanese cultural class aka the japanese bart simpson yeah uh, he's kind of on the extreme spectrum he's a little bit too like he's too sort of south park but just quite not enough I, I didn't really end up enjoying this series too much, but I had a lot of friends who really enjoyed it. And as uh, Sarah Ackerman says, is that the little asshole that does the ass dance? Yes. Yep. Yes, it is. And she responds with, God damn it. <laughs> but it seems that Shin-chan's father is getting a manga. Futabashi's Manga Town Magazine will be serializing a Kriyan Shin-chan spin-off manga titled Nohara Hiroshi Hiromeshi no Ryugi aka Hiroshi Nohara's Lunchtime Style starting on December 5th. Uh, Yoichi Sukihara will be uh, doing the work on this manga. The spin-off will focus on Hiroshi, who is Shin-chan's father, the head of the Nohara family. The preview for the issue shows Hiroshi saying, I'm a little noisy when I eat. The Crayon Shinchan franchise announced the details of its 24th film this past Saturday. Damn. Yep. The Aiga Crayon Shinchan Bakusi, Yumemi World Die Tokuseki. Crayon Shinchan the movie, Fast Asleep, The Large Attack on the Dreaming World, will open in Japan on April 16, 2016. And if I'm not mistaken, there's also a Crayon Shinchan game for the Wii. I'm pretty sure that that's that's viable. Viable, it, yeah. It, the Shinchan actually had a lot of stuff released for him that I didn't think was going to happen. There's even a butt-shaped Jello candy you can make in one of those candy-making kits that you mm. get from Japan. Yeah. Wow. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the game is sort of like sort of like like Wario, where smooth moves, you know. I'm actually trying to look it up real quick and see. Yeah, it came out... Holy shit, the game came out almost 10 years ago. Yeah, it's one of those games with, with a bunch of mini-games into it. Yeah, pretty much. Well, there certainly ain't no President Cat, though. Nope. All right, um... Ichigo, back to you. Cool. Okay, so we're going to talk about some Gundam stuff, because that's always awesome. Mm. I love Um, Every year, the Red Bull Flug Tag task amateur flight enthusiasts, uh, asks, I guess, them to create their own human-powered machine under specific rules and fly it off a pier to see how far it will go. Some make a serious attempt, while others look at the event as an excuse to create a comedic stage piece to throw into the water. The competition is held at multiple locations around the world, with locations this year in Oslo, Norway, Portland, Oregon, Gothenburg, Sweden, Moscow, Russia, and finally Kobe, Japan. Hmm. The ever Japanese iteration of the event took place on Halloween and garnered 20,000 spectators. The group turned out to see some crazy flying machines. So imagine the crowd's astonishment when a Gundam arrived for takeoff, only to drop flat into Kobe Harbor. This isn't exactly what Gundam Global Challenge had in mind. 
you can take a look at the competition's other entries from a giant shuriken to a kimono-clad kabuki actor surfing on a geisha below, which is part of the article that you can definitely access there. Um, and the first place went to a pink hang glider, which they've included a video clip if you want to check it out in the article. Um, and you can definitely see all the entries. Um, I think that that's pretty funny. They just want to have used to drop things into the water. Huh. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how to take that. Like, oh, yeah, we're, this is an experiment to drop really heavy things into water. It's interesting that you mentioned that because um, my manager at work, he's from California, so he's a big fan of the Flutogs, and, and he was talking about if they had them over here. And I'm like, yeah, they have them. I think they have them down in Camden, New Jersey, near Philly. I'm like, I think it usually happens around the summertime or something like that. I haven't heard much about it uh, lately, so I think they still do it. I wouldn't be surprised. The human race to test gravity whenever they can. So dropping things from building, anything from like PS3s, PS4s, and and... Xboxes to computers to heavier objects. We just have this fascination with dropping things to see if they'll break. <laughs> I mean, I think we might also get it from, like, if we've ever evolved from cats. They like to just test to see how gravity will will work, if it's still working, you know. <laughs> see, I, I don't know if I ever would want to do... Um... A flutog, because I have this thing about heights, so. Maybe. It would be interesting. You got that right. But, you'd also have to jump in the water. Well, I ain't got no problem jumping in the water. I'll do that. That, 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 that's not a big, that ain't, that ain't nothing. And back to you, Rama, with our next article. All right, it's it's almost like a, like the evening news in a way. Keyword almost. Almost, the evening news doesn't have Miss Peggy. <laughs> um, that reminds me, I need to get my carving knife. I'm running low on. Ouch! Bacon. I'm running low on bacon. Ouch. <laughs> All right there, Gonzo. Close enough. Anime game and game dubbing studio Magnitude 8 close Magnitude 8 Post closes shop. The studio worked on Akira, Macross Plus, the Gundam Film Trilogy and other projects. Audio engineer Les Claypool III announced on his Facebook page that on Wednesday, um Last this past Wednesday, he is closing his uh, studio, which is Magnitude Eight Post. His response is after well over a thousand episodes, trailers, games, movies, and so forth. The time has come to close the studio doors for good. It's simply not feasible to work three times as hard for one third the money and survive. In this era of a few pieces of foam and an M box being called a studio. Floated floors and a wall, isolated electrical tuned rooms and so forth, had gone from necessity to luxury. 
Since I refuse to illegally 1099 engineers to stick them with self-employment tax, try to talk actors out of their hard-earned minimums, and have unpaid interns do the work clients are paying me to do, and all to all in order to meet budgets that are smaller than they were in my garage 25 years ago, I will simply close. Jesus Christ, shots fucking fired. I love, love, love that snark. He's like, fuck it, I'm going out, I'm going all the fuck out. A little salt in your bacon? <laughs> wow. Titles he has worked on is Akira, Wings of the Hanames, Macross Plus, uh, The Gundam Trilogy, Ninja Scroll, Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, Lane, Big O, Lupin the Third, The Castle of Cagliostro, El Hazard, Wolf's Reign, and Code Geass. Well, you can't win them all. As for gaming, as for video games, the Final Fantasy series, Resident Evil 5, Xenosaga, Dot Hack Infection Part 1 and Castlevania Lament of Innocence. Again, you can't win them all. No, when every, you know, person has a closet they consider, you know, for voice acting, and most studios are accepting things from, you know, from that now, you know, these big studios are like, all right, well, we can't get people in to actually do their crap anymore. I mean, it's not for nothing. I mean, I've had similar discussions with people, and, you know, and I know people, all they will go out to do, they'll buy a giant USB microphone, headsets, and do their recording, and that's it. And I'm like, well, you need more than that. What do you mean? You need a mix board. The USB headset can't, the USB microphone can't do everything. You gotta learn how to do adjustments on the fly, you know? Because honestly, it's not for nothing. Look, I, I've said it. This podcast is done on a goddamn tin can string, okay? I don't have a fancy $300 microphone, I don't have a fancy $300 soundproof noise-canceling headset. I have a $150 pair of Astro A40 headset, which works on PC, gaming consoles, cellular phones, everything. And I just have a standard external mic plugged in. That's it. The magic falls into the headset. I mean, it has the mixer which fixes the audio and helps cleans it up and makes it sound more professional. And I have the software here. Because not for nothing, if I wanted to go into voice acting, just saying, if I wanted to, I wouldn't have to go to a studio unless it's local. I can just sit right here after 9 o'clock, 9.30 at night, close my windows, record my lines and send via email because we're in a digital age imagine having to record your lines on a cassette tape or on a mini disc player that was analog you know there's going to be fuck ups here and there especially on a cassette tape now sit here and record it it's digital unless your hard drive is falling apart you can't fuck that up 
Yeah, I I totally uh my I had a Logitech headset for the longest time. I'm sorry. Like, Walmart, and um, it died. Like it straight up died. Within like, a year. Anymore, and um, I ended up just buying this set I have now that you're hearing me on from Walmart for like 14 bucks with shipping, and it it I think is a lot better than um than my original headset. So I was really happy about that. That's good. Because. But- because um, I feel you on the Logitech one. Within the two-year warranty, I've had it shipped out and replaced twice. I went out and bought a Microsoft USB headset on sale for 20 bucks, retail for 40 I bought it seven years ago, and it's still going strong. How do I know? Mako-chan is using it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... um. It's still going strong, but I kind of need a new one. Well, well, I have I have a new one. It's just I need um, the adapter. Well, we can order one of those off of um, off of eBay. Yeah, I need one that isn't going to break the first time I use it. That's not good. Which is what happened with the original one. Yeah, note to self, don't buy two-cent electronics. It's okay to buy two-cent electronics as long as there's great ratings and it's not bought ratings, you know? Oh, there were great ratings for it, but it broke the first time I used it. Mm. But yeah, getting back to the top when you're not in studio, it does make it hard for you to interact with fellow voice actors and mm-hmm. uh, kind of real reactions sometimes when it comes to different characters so I can definitely it's not even just interacting with other with other voice actors when you go into a studio you can actually be told you know hey you know what maybe if you try it this way it'll sound better when you're doing it at home you don't get that direct in the moment yeah yeah the 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 directors at the directors are going to want you to go a different direction with it and if you've just sent in something that's very informal you know it's not going to get the same edge well we'll see about getting you that new usb headset because i think we'll figure something out one way or another so that and when dubbing anime you're not you're there by yourself you're not really interacting with other people it's like these people come in on one day these other people come in the next day and then you just run it through whereas American cartoons everybody is there in the booth together recording it and bouncing off of each other I don't know yeah why when they... you're dubbing you have to be alone I don't, I don't maybe it's me I've never understood why you have to be alone because I, I don't know I mean I, I, I... it's you have to be alone when you're dubbing because you have to match what's already there When you're in a studio and you're doing something originally, they do the voice work first. That's why everybody gets together and they can play off each other. So if something doesn't go right in the script or if something works better um, by ad-libbing, they can actually do the animation to match match the vocals. Mm -hmm. When you've got to lay vocals onto animation... You have to get the timing down right, and if you've got other distractions, um, 
in the room with you, it can really throw you off. So that's why most of the dubbers actually go into the studios by themselves. Because they may have to take, you know, three, four, five different takes on the same line just to get the timing correct. Mm-hmm. Speaking of producing anime, is it cool if I lead into the article? Go for it. Cool. All right. For those of you, I'm sure, who are tapped into the anime um, culture and our <laughs> niche of the world, um, Netflix is set to produce anime. Netflix CEO Reed Hastings has revealed in an interview with the New York Times that he is hopeful that Netflix will make a great anime show. Hastings also revealed that Netflix is aiming to produce unique content that will appeal to a worldwide audience and that they will be spending U.S. $5 billion on 2016 content. Um, yeah, for those of you who've been keeping aware, Netflix is shooting to produce their own anime series and um, stuff. And... Yeah, it, it just sounds like it's going to be really cool. I like a lot of the uh, independently produced stuff that Hulu puts out and Netflix puts out, although I don't really care for how Hulu kind of treated their customers, but that's a whole different thing. Um, but Netflix is really good, um, and I think it's really cool that they're going to be producing something I hope to see the work that they put out soon. Mm. Well... In a way, it does remind me of, of of the 80s, you know, when a lot of the awesome cartoons and stuff that came out, and you notice that um, if, as you're an adult, you go back and watch those cartoons, you check the studios, you're like, these are a lot of them were done by Japanese companies, which is pretty cool. What I see happening is, you just go, I see them just hiring out a um, a company to you know to do the work, so I think that's what they're aiming at. Given how successful they've been with uh, with the Marvel uh, properties like Deadpool, I'm not Deadpool, um, Daredevil. So excited for Deadpool, though. Lord, you Mako-chan and a few others, you are all excited over um. Deadpool is life. Deadpool is love. No, that's Nozomi Tojo from Love Live. Get your shit straight. Deadpool would kill her and then fuck her and then kill her again. Was so it? fuck you. <laughs> he would reach his hand out of the comic book to do all these things. Probably. Was that actually even necessary? Yes. <sighs> You're welcome. I knew I, I I knew I was in for some shit. I I I I I, I kind of had a feeling I was in for some shit tonight. So she'd enjoy it. <laughs> Shots fired. You have no idea. <sighs> Let's see. And Sarah Ackerman is telling me to give give you a break, Mako Chan. I give nobody no breaks. How dare you? Or he just breaks everything on on you know decipheringly. He just doesn't care. Breaks hey, oh, that, 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 that that was just wrong. That was just wrong. <laughs> We did warn you. 
I don't get paid enough for this. You didn't get paid at all for this. Hey, that's my point exactly. You pay us with flesh. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> y- y- y'all, y- y- y'all kind of funny. Seriously, y'all's kind of funny. Yep. All right. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and now we're bringing this back. It's it's rare that you would hear about something happening to someone in Japan, and then it happens again. Normally, we hear about a celebrity in the news here in the states, and then a few weeks later, that celebrity's name is back in the state, back in the news again. You're usually like again or not surprised, but. Here we go. Kill Me Baby, Sweet Blue Flowers voice, voice actress, Ai Takabi charged for drug use again. Super serious. Uh-huh. The Tokyo Metron Police charged actress and idol Ai Takabe, real name Ai Nakayama, again on this past Wednesday for drug use in violation of the Narcotics and Psychotropics Control Law. Takabe was originally arrested for drug possession on October 15th, and search in her personal belongings in her household had yielded cocaine. After her arrest, Takabe tested positive for it, and on the day of the arrest, Japanese streaming services such as Amazon and Bandai Channel had removed the Kill Me Baby and other anime in which she voiced. She made her voice acting debut in the Sweet Blue Flowers, Benno's Oihana series as Fumi Manjome. She has also voiced characters in anime such as Horo Musuko, better known as Wandering Sun, Sacred Seven, Sacred Seven, Shigami no Tsubasa film, and Kill Me Baby. She was a member of the Bishojo Club 31 idol group and has acted in live action programming on Fuji TV and TV Asahi. Earlier last month, Takabe's official profile and blog on the website of her agency, Oscar Promotion, was deleted. Oscar Promotion issued a statement upon her arrest stating, We have heard of Takabe's arrest. Whatever their reason, we have canceled our contract with her. Wow. That's just brutal. Yeah, Japan, um, they're very, very strict. Meanwhile, here, you're not a musician or an actor until you've basically been arrested once for uh, drug possession or theft or something. In Japan, you're basically, you know, the first even mention of you and drugs together and you're out it's like they it's like you know you've never you you were never there in the first place yeah you get erased do they have like a repo genetic opera kind of shit that goes down as soon as they find out that you've been messing with drugs and this isn't just for celebrities and stuff you can be a tourist coming in from america and you needed to have Sudafed because you had a cold like our poor mako-chan here well, um, Sudafed is a controlled substance, and they will totally pull you aside and frisk you and, and do all the serious stuff, because Japan and drugs, they don't want it. They want it. They're kicking it out mm-hmm. the jam, and they're very, very serious when it comes to it. You basically get blacklisted, your name gets wiped from everything you do, and it's just, you don't want to be associated with drugs. Not even hot. Like, nothing at all recreational, nothing at all medical. If you're medical, you have to go through a prescription process. And even when you do that, you've got to, like, have a doctor's note with you at all times just to have it. Just to have it. I know. that, And that, and that is, like, 
so rough and upon coming up with this article I actually came across somebody who, who's been in a similar situation and he wanted to throw in his two cents about it so I'm going to pull that up real quick cocaine is a hell of a drug <laughs> thank you Rick James <laughs> Well, I'm the only one that found that amusing. Yes. Uh... Sorry, I, I was thinking about a certain um, cocaine-loving clown. Doctor, Doctor Roxo. <laughs> Lord. I do cocaine. You sound like a southern hillbilly right about now. Shut up. Yeah. I will kick your ass. Threats, threats, threats. <laughs> threats, threats, threats. All I get are freaking threats. I don't make threats. I make promises, bitch. And I counter with guarantees, motherfucker. So you want to try me? This is spicy. It's yeah, gonna... you'd have to actually come here. <laughs> or I'd have to go there, and that's just not happening. Don't yeah. tempt me. I, there are some things well worth spending money on. We're some lazy-ass bastards. You know what won't happen. True, but still. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VOGNetwork.com, use the passphrase, COUGH! I'm going to go ahead and open the Skype line. If you have any questions about tonight's program... Skype us at Anime Jam Session. Normally all calls are kept to two minutes, but since we're going pretty fast tonight, eh, we can extend it a little bit. And also I said earlier I had some uh, important, some quote-unquote breaking news. And I didn't say it was really uh, breaking per se. And hold on here. And we have our first call. You're on the Skype line of Anime Jam Session. Who are we talking with tonight? Hi, guys. Hey, Ari. Hello. Welcome. Hello. So how's work treating you good, sir? It's died down, mostly. Now that's I'm just good. waiting out the rest of my shift. Oh, that's good. Glad to hear that. So, hey, Mako. Sorry you're sick. Thanks. No, she's just sorry, period. I'm so totally gonna kick your ass. <laughs> Alright, now since we have you on the on the line with us, we're gonna go ahead and ask you. How was your week and how was your day? And for some well, reason uh, that was the wrong song. God damn it, get your shit together, Winamp. Well, um let's see. Friday the Saturday I went out and saw um, a Spectre and then uh, I saw yeah, like I said saw, saw Spectre on uh, Friday and uh, last night I was in the uh, the pre-release for Fallout 4 you went out and b picked up Fallout 4 <laughs> yep the night release and everything ah uh, okay and uh, I've only got like like a half hour into it or so, and uh, 
customize your player character and the character spouse if you want. So, mm. very, very few choices in the long hair, but uh, you know, I imagine make do. Also, don't spoil anything for me, you people. But uh, yeah, that's how things have been going for you. It's kind of been dull again. Mm. Okay, that's how things have been going for, for me. I took a sketch. Okay. I feel like I'm just a somebody's voice making right now watching. What was that? I can barely hear you. I feel like I'm a disembodied voice in the computer watching everything in the uh, chat room. Oh, uh, well, maybe. Well, that could be a setup for um for an upcoming game. I'm the leader in this group. I'm usually, old. <laughs> all right. Well, I gotta get going for now because my shift's about to end and my leave should be here soon. All right, cool, man. We'll see you next week on the show, man. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Later, bro. And that was Ari. He will be back on the show at the normal time. And here is the news that I wanted, I was looking for, I found. And it sent a lot of cosplayers into a bit of a tizzy um, earlier today. And... Boston bans replica guns in public places. In an attempt to increase public safety in Boston, Mayor Martin Walsh joined several other municipalities in the U.S. and placed regulations on replica guns in the city. The ordinance signed on yesterday bans replica handguns in public spaces and allows Boston police to confiscate them and notify parents or guardians if the person found with the device is under the age of 18. Replica guns have become a big issue for us. We are often encounter young people who are carrying these fake guns, and eventually they are fake. The public and police don't know they are, as said by the Boston Commissioner. Federal law requires fake guns to be transparent, brightly colored, or have a bright orange tip at the end of the barrel, according to the National Council of State Legislatures. However, in the wake of recent shootings, particularly in November 2014, shooting of a 12-year-old Tamir Rice in Cleveland, the issue of imitation guns in public spaces has gained momentum around the nation. In that incident, an officer fired twice after the boy pulled a fake weapon from his waistband. Tamir did not make any verbal threats, but he grabbed a replica handgun after being told to raise his hand, police head at the time. The airsoft-type pellet gun lacked the orange safety tip required at the time of sale and was indistinguishable from a real semi-automatic pistol, as per se, the police. Uh, 2015 lawmakers in Florida, Indiana, Massachusetts, Nebraska, New York, Ohio, and Washington's legislation creating or amending invitation firearm statutes, according to the NCSL. A number of places, including California, Kansas, Puerto Rico, and Washington, D.C., have already had the law on the books regarding invitation firearms. Given how realistic some replica handguns look, residents and even police officers have a difficult time distinguishing them between a real and imitation firearm, as per a statement from the city of Boston. BPD, Boston Police Department, has recovered more than 150 replica handguns in connection to crimes to date as per their statement. They call these guns toys, but they are not toys when put in the wrong hands and used to commit crimes, Boston City Councilor Frank Baker said. I see very few reasons for anyone to buy a replica handgun. We've seen too many violent incidents this year, and this ordinance is one step in showing the safety of our communities. 
and in doing so, the um, the local union that covers the Resident Evil cosplayers has said they will be canceling their photo shoot at Anime Boston. Dear people, they mean don't take your guns out when you go from the car to the convention center. Leave it in a fucking bag and take it out when you get into the convention center. And that is absolutely correct because people are starting to flip the fuck out over this. Here's the thing. As long as the orange tip is still on the, on the fake weapon, you have nothing to worry about. And also, when you're transporting them, keep them in the case or in your fucking suitcase. If you do, if, if you're doing a photo shoot and you see officers in the area, let them know what that you're doing a photo shoot and let them know that the weapon is fake. That way, if if you're doing the shoot and if there's another officer that doesn't know, they will be notified. Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, you can call your local PD and get their permission first, because a lot of the time. Uh, police in the area are going to come up and ask you, but if they, in this particular instance, in Boston, since they've enacted this law, they can basically come up and take your weapon from you in the middle of the photo shoot. And they can, they might hit you with a summons or a citation as well. So it's better to just ask permission than to say sorry afterwards in this case. Um, it, I mean, it also links to the fact that a lot of places are doing this just to be super vigilant about gun safety and stuff like that, because the idiots that just ruin it for everyone and just wave their cosplay weapons around and and they just act like stupid people because they think it's funny. Well, it's not that funny when it gets taken away from you, huh? Mm-hmm. It's not it. that funny when your ass gets shot. Exactly. Now... You had to hold on to your cosplay weapon. Now, so, yeah, go. On. Now we had a similar incident that happened at DerpyCon last year. The police and the FBI showed up. I think where the convention was held there, one of the floors is for the FBI or something like that. And after calming things down, they understood it was a cosplayer with fake props. So they had to change the rules saying, somehow the convention is liable. So you cannot, if you're coming into the convention, don't have your weapons out. Well, that's just it. Most people, you know, they're going, they're either driving to the convention center or they leave the big props in the car and they bring it, you know, they'll take their gun from the trunk and bring it up, you know, bring it into the hotel. Mm -hmm. And it's realistic looking. These people don't know. And what's really fucked up is a lot of people are doing it in cosplay. Mm -hmm. So when you're in Resident Evil cosplay and you look like a fucking officer or you're in military cosplay or something like that, People are going to look at you and think it's a fucking real gun. Especially if um, <clears throat> if you're doing Metal Gear Solid cosplay. Fatigues. Anytime you're in a cosplay that's going to bring you into a point of authority, you're the kind of cosplayer that has to react in a way that a normal cop would react, where you have to be kind of the epitome of society. Because if you're the one acting like an idiot, and a cop comes and frisks you down and twists your arm back because you're being an idiot, mm. then that's... I mean, most conventions that I know of, um, their rule for guns is it has to be fake looking. It has to have an orange tip. It has to be, you know, a different color. They don't even allow you to bring realistic looking weapons in. 
And if you're and like in Virginia, they have what's called the silhouette law. If it looks like a gun, you can be shot. So, yeah. It's like, seriously, if you've got an issue with it, get over yourself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you have to understand, there are a lot of cosplayers out there. They can't get over their own damn selves. It, there, there will always be something that will upset the cosplay community. And the fact that police are like, hey, we don't want you walking around with realistic-looking guns because we can't tell you from, you know, the robber 15... 15 feet away from you. Um, hey, you know, if you if you want to get shot, get shot. I don't give a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. No sympathy from me. That's the way I look at it. Be smart about it. Yep. That's, all, that's my two cents. Yeah, this, in the cosplay scene, there's <laughs> a, a lack of common sense. It's like, seriously, just keep it in a duffel bag from your car to the convention center or hotel. End of story. If you don't have a duffel bag, wrap it in a blanket or something like that so nobody can tell what the fuck it is. Or just keep it in your damn suitcase. Well, I'm talking about the bigger, the bigger guns. Oh. You know... Sometimes they don't have bags for that, but wrap it in a fucking sheet, wrap it in a fucking blanket, wrap it in something, so that when you're going from your car to the hotel room, somebody's not going to go, hey, that's a gun, I'm calling the cops. Yeah, sure it's easy. Basically, just have some form of concealment, let it be a blanket, a bag, some way just to hide it. Just not so you're sketchy, but just so that you're a responsible human being and you're not getting mistaken for, again, like the robber that's 15 feet away from you. Mm-hmm. And the best thing is, don't walk out of the convention center or the hotel and say, excuse me, I just have to go get my guns. <laughs> don't be that guy. Speaking of criminal stuff, are we still have the Skype line open and stuff? Or? Yeah, Skype line is still open. Well, we have to do the actual forum question, don't we? Yes, we do. And I think that, and I think what we talked about really bought some good time. So I think we're, and, and now we're, I don't think we're ahead. We're kind of on track. All right, let me open this up, and there we go. Now we're going to go into the open forum topic. It's where we post a question about a topic in the anime cosplay fandom, and we want to hear what your thoughts are. If you don't want us to use your real name, please put a different name before you post your answer. Also, please keep it simple. That's all we ask. Here is this week's open forum topic. Father of Mine. Okay, knowing that Shin-chan's father is getting his own spin-off manga, what anime or manga dad could you see with their own manga series? Or anime, I forgot to put that. Uh, let's see. Sarah Ackerman says... This forum topic reminds me of a fanfic I once read. Not sure I could find it now, but the fanfic basically was, uh, was of Ash's dad from Pokemon telling us how proud he was of his son. But sadly, the author stopped writing it, keeping his dad a secret. Hmm. That's cool. Um... Uh, Serenity4188 says, I think maybe if we could figure out who Princess Serenity's father was, or, not, or her not having a father or something being a part of Moonchild... That could be interesting. 
But she also says, back to the point, I want to say maybe a spinoff of Maka's dad from Soul Eater. Okay. Uh, Kelly says she would love to see a spinoff of Soul Eater featuring Mako's dad and Frank. So, okay, evidently Soul Eater must be popular because I have not yet to wa- I have yet to watch it. I mean, personally, call me crazy. I wouldn't mind seeing a manga with um. I see what yeah, with Nobuyuki Masaki. I wouldn't mind that. See him and Achika, you know, like an alternate timeline. I wouldn't mind that. Or a prequel. Yeah, a prequel. Or maybe Genma, you know, a younger Genma training martial arts. I could kind of see that, you know. You see where his arrogance and stupidity comes from. That Those two would be kind of interesting. What do you ladies think? What would you like to see? Or well, in this case, read. Well, um, I guess maybe as far as, like, what types of of stories um i really liked my love story and i know that that sounds really weird it was a kind of slice of life anime but it was kind of a sweet um offbeat one it was a love story about this kind of this guy who's kind of built like a football player and he's got kind of that uh, rocky balboa face where he's like attractive but like he's been one too many times um kind of look and it was a very sweet story. I think that we need more shoujo romance. I feel like it's a series that it was touched on really well in the 90s and the 80s, you know, the late 80s, early 90s with Utena and a few other series. But I feel like we've lost the love story a little bit with all the new series of action and adventure and traveling and killing things. I feel like there just needs to be some, like, good, hardcore, like, just romance. Like, old Paradise Kiss. Nana, like just great stories of love and loss and, and and more like mature, not super cutesy, but just like more mature, sweet cutesiness that's got that kind of innocent vibe to it. I don't know. That's just what I like. But uh, anybody else? Did you go? I, I, I think you missed a point. Oh, I'm sorry. Totally like. Ah, I was like mm. right, sorry. <laughs> I, I said, um. What anime or manga father would you like to see in a spin-off series? Oh, spin-off series. Um, there's not really any fathers that really... Re- like, maybe Madoka's dad. Lord. <laughs> oh, he reacted to things. I'm so sorry. I don't know what my mind was thinking. Um, sorry, guys. <laughs> it's, it's getting late for me, so I'm sorry about that. Well, we're, we're coming down to the end. Don't worry. All right, Mako. Um, I don't really know. Because most of the ones that I could think of, um, there's already Dojin for. Mm. Like, the big one would be a prequel for Eva. To, you know, the whole Gendo thing ends... How, like, why, you know, we know why he turned into an asshole and all that. Mm. But I'd love to see, you know, a series leading up to that. Where, you know, it was, you know, I guess him getting into the whole science-y shit. I I would love to see that, you know, that opening series as more than just a flashback. 
And I know it's been done in Dojin, but I would love to see uh, an official. Like canon? Yeah. To see his feelings and like his development through the series. Yeah, because I mean, you see some of the some of the crap that he does in the series, and I just love to see it from his point of view. You know, the whole start of it, and then leading up into the actual series, and see exactly what the hell he's thinking from his point of view instead of Shinji's. The Gendo Ikari Chronicles. I like that. Like I, I just because it's gonna be so psychological, because you know he's he's the main antagonist. I mean, besides the angels and all of that, he's the main asshole in the story. And I would love to see, you know, what's actually going on in his head. Either that, or I would love to see a um, spinoff series of Artemis, Luna, and Diana. Just, you know, like an everyday slice of life type of thing. Because I, I can just imagine a story from Artemis's point of view <laughs> at that point. Mm. With Luna bitching at him and nagging him and shit like that. I just find, I just think that that would be amusing. Maybe. All right. Uh, let's see what the, let's see what the chat room says. Uh, Ari Rockefeller says, "Get in the fucking robot Shinji, the Gendo Chronicles." Uh... Would be the okay. All right. I, I think that we we we've we've gotten that out of our system. Have we? I I, I think so. Have we really? I think we have. And this is the part where we go to uh, news from Japan. I think we kept. I think we keep losing Ichigo. I think there was an issue when the music plays; it keeps cutting out on her. It might be her headset because it shouldn't be doing that. It's weird. It shouldn't be doing that. I plugged in normally. Um, I don't know what my headset would be doing. I don't think that that's. I'm, I'm not sure. Might be the the audio. It's a no, it's it's a it's a it's not it's a it's not a USB headset, is it? No, it it yeah. plugs into the auxiliary cable uh, stuff, so it plugs into the headphone and the microphone jack. So. Oh. Ah. That's probably what it is. Just the analog connection. It's just having issues, you know, with the music in the background, something like that. Weird. Okay. Sorry. I don't know how to fix that. Yeah, so. it's yeah, it's called replacing it with a what a USB headset. That will that will generally fix the issue. Okay. And before well, we continue, get money to do that. After I get money to put gas on the car. And if I have to, I'll ship one to you. And before we continue, um, a friend of mine has two cats, oh. male and female. And I think you'll probably be am- amused um by their names. See who catches the reference. Ethel and Fred. Really? Yes. Who has Lucy and Ricky? <laughs> nope. Not overfeeding them chocolate. <laughs> even though the kitties are cute, it's bad for them. I just asked her. And I just asked my friend on her Facebook, "Where's Lucy and Ricky?" Oh. <laughs> 
All right, let's go ahead and get and get into things. Um, speaking of getting into things, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh I see what you did there. Uh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. I'm just terrible. Just terrible. Male Chinese tourists arrested for entering women's bathing area. This happened in Wakayama. A Chinese male tourist who cross-dressed to enter the women's section of the public bath at Wakayama Prefecture was arrested on suspicion of unlawful entry. Uh, Zia Liang, 36, allegedly went into a women's dressing room at a seaside open-air bath in the town of... Shirahama, a major tourist spot, wearing a kimono and long wig around 10.30 that morning on Sunday. He then wrapped himself in a towel and entered a women's bath, according to police. A customer in the women's bath learned a clerk when a suspe- suspect began taking photos with a s- smartphone on a selfie stick. He did not take photos of women in the bath. Zia has admitted to unlawful entry, telling investigators he heard the view from the women's section of the bath is magnificent. The suspect, who arrived in Japan on Friday for a six-day trip, came to Shirahama on Saturday. <sighs> I think the selfie stick was the thing that gave him away. Oh! Uh. Zing. And I'm looking at the comments, and... So I'll post a link to this actual to the um to the pl- to the location, and my God, the view is amazing. Don't come on our side. I won't, but I'm just saying the view is amazing. And I posted it in the chat room. All right, Marco. I mean, uh, Ichigo. Next one's on you. Oh, I get the coffee one. Coffee's my favorite. Really? I love coffee. I drink it every day. I'll have to add you to my coffee tags when I see um coffee-related posts. Man arrested for spitting coffee on woman. This better be a good reason to do that because I don't see unless it's decaf. Unless it's decaf, yes. Decaf or Starbucks. Oh my God. Osaka. Police in Higashi, Osaka, said Tuesday they have arrested a 26-year-old man for spitting coffee on a woman on October 27th. Police said the suspect, identified as Koichi Arima, has admitted to the charge. Fuji TV reported. Police said Arima is also being questioned about his involvement in 11 similar cases since October 20th in which a man on a bicycle rode up behind women pedestrians and either spat liquid on them or threw coffee, juice, or tea from a container at them. All women were aged between 19 and 35, police said. What the hell? What the actual hell? All the incidents occurred within two kilometers of tracks between Kawachiwa and Yenosato Station in Kintetsunata line between 9 p.m. and 2 a.m., police said. And in the October 27th incident, for which Arima has initially been charged, a 26-year-old woman was walking home at 10.55 p.m. when a man on a bike spat coffee on the back of her head and then rode away. The woman was not injured. Police said they identified Arima from street surveillance camera footage. And Arima was quoted by police as saying he works as a construction industry assistant 
and was really annoyed by his female superior at work. Oh my god. Why? At least this person has a job. Oh my sweet lord. Like, why even, like, I... Words. Words. I... That's... That's an asshole way to be, dude. Way to get chicks! Mm-hmm. He's a charmer. Stupid babe. Menomina. Do-do-do-do-do. Menomina. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
Then, um, Rageinator. His jokes are bad. That's a huge gap in tone between the messages given to domestic and Western travelers, or really any travelers, more proficient in English than Japanese. It's especially jarring since it doesn't even say as long as you think, which would at least be diplomatic enough to allow the possibility that the reader is satisfied with his length, despite it being less than he himself perceives. Nope. It flat out says that you must be somewhat disappointed in the size of your manhood. Burn. It also implies that your junk has a unique shape, so if your first mental image of a tomahawk is the axe and not the missile. Hmm. Does that mean you have a little drag? Oh. <laughs> in the visitor center's defense, it turns out that this exact phrase has been floating around and being used in bathroom stalls for a number of years. There is a picture, and it has in English a sign, go ahead and half-step, because your tomahawk is not so long as you want. I feel like that's a way to turn somebody down, like someone hitting at you on the bar. Like, mm. at the bar, rather, not on the bar. <laughs> and if you Google the phrase, it yields several examples with the same exact unauthorized capitalization as an example that H. Bonsai found. In light of that, it seems more likely that the Lake Yamanaka Visitor Center simply copied a sign it had seen somewhere else without fully understanding the implications of English and that it's not purposely trying to pick a fight or insult travelers using the urinal. Still, a slightly kinder sounding rewrite might be in order. As the old saying goes, you can catch more flies with honey than with vinegar, but it's hard to convince anyone to do anything when you end the request with, oh, you've got a small dick. <laughs> That's just... Wow. You're welcome. This visitor center has no chill. Darn. So they weren't that place to film that video. What video? I don't know. Something about golden showers and all that rot. Oh! I I, 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 I I can't even with you. <laughs> Ew. I know. Yeah. Hi, guys. I, I think I'm done. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I, 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 I'm done. <clears throat> Sarah Ackerman says hashtag first world problems followed by damn it Ichigogami <laughs> everybody was thinking it everybody was flipping thinking it don't even get it twisted Just ew <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry but if you're missing the urinal aren't you basically pissing on your shoes unless you're flapping in the wind then you're just pissing all over everything. <laughs> the fatty daycare where the little kid like pees on the the ceiling. <laughs> it's like that Spider-Man joke when he's hanging upside down and peeing, and then forgets that as he stops, it's gonna come down on his face. Oh my god! I'd never heard that one before. <laughs> 
Yeah, there's a picture of that floating around. Oh my god, I gotta um, find that now. Um. Um. I think we might have broke the Ranma. Piss off, Ranma! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you ever seen that castle meme where he's just sitting? It's just he has his fist over his mouth and he just opens his fist. And he's just trying to say something. He just he can't come up with anything. It, it. Heart, heart, heart. Jumpy, we noticed you. I, I I got nothing. It's time to get out of here. We'll be back.
敷さんどうもありがとうございましたありがとうございましたありがとうございます本当にありがとうございます絶望からの旅立ちを決めたあの日私たちの前
you know what? It feels good knowing that you don't have to end the show and you look at the clock and it's 10 minutes to midnight. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I actually have time to actually finish watching NCIS, get my stuff ready for work tomorrow, and actually relax for a few minutes. What was that, Ichigo? The music. The music was really on point. Well, I like Mayan. I, I, I acquired a few of her albums. I've been listening to them. I really enjoyed that that um that concert CD that she put out. So, But yeah, thanks for joining us tonight. Definitely. It was always a lot of fun, even though I, I will toe the line next time. I think I went a little overboard today, but that it was a lot of fun. Mm. I joining you guys, and I'm sorry that Ari wasn't able to be here for much longer. He was working really hard, so... Yes, and we have a sick Mako-chan on the phone, and, you know... That just made yeah. things quite interesting for tonight. Yeah, I had a feeling I would it would be like this. That's why you didn't say anything to me? What do you mean? You didn't tell me? Didn't tell you about what? Your voice? I've been posting about my voice going on Facebook all day. Since when do I pay attention to your Facebook? She has. Har, 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 har. <laughs> but yeah, I'm always happy to bring the energy, so whenever you need me, I will return. Like the fairy from The Legend of Zelda. Dude, I'm fucking... Hey! Hey! Hey, listen! Listen, goddammit. <laughs> Oh, uh, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. Then you turn to another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So anything we tell you how our thoughts and feels, we're telling you straight off the bat. And we're, not, you know, honest to goodness uh, talk. So if you have any questions, thoughts, suggestions, ideas about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that's podcast at AnimeJamSession.com We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post all of our episode uh, podcasts, um, articles of, and, so, and reviews and interviews all that cool stuff. I have a lot of pictures coming down the line so I'm hoping to get them all done and I can post them. I finally got our Otakon photos back and I will be posting those later. The AAC photos are just about ready. I will be posting those soon. So stay tuned for that. Our AAC convention report is coming down the pipe. That, so stay tuned for that. Now, if you cannot access our website our, our website for any reason whatsoever, there are other ways to uh, find it. And God damn it. What? My start button is broken. I mean, not on the keyboard, but... I mean, the start button, when I click on it, it's broken, and I don't have time to, like, fix that right now. And I just closed out Word that had all the information. Oh, Christ, on the stick. Well, hold on here. Thankfully, I can just pull up the document and just do it that way, and I hear a lot of water outside of, um, my window. 
Actually, outside my door. I wonder if that's a good thing. Well, it's raining all day down here. It's been off and on all day. I've been like, no, I don't even feel like wanting to go out to um to do laundry. I was like, damn it. I'll end up doing laundry tomorrow. Here we go. Uh, you can always find our podcast on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, and also coming soon on Google Play. Our f- podcast has been flagged good to go, so it'll be just a matter of time before you find us on there, too. Check out our YouTube page at youtube.com slash TV, where we post all of our convention videos, interviews, masquerades, panels, and events, and all that cool stuff, including random convention videos that, that we record. You definitely want to check those out. If you want to check out our individual YouTube page and see what videos that we like or videos we may tend to upload, you can find me at uh, youtube.com slash djvonmas. Mako-chan is at uh, Jupluna. And Ichigo is at Ichigogami. Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us there for updates in regards to our website, Facebook page, and other cool and interesting stuff. Um... If you want to follow us on Twitter, you know, like, interact with us and all that cool jazz, you can. You can find me at twitter.com slash djvonmas. Mako-chan is at jovedea. And you can find Ichigo at ichigogami. Facebook.com slash anime jam session. To everybody who has liked our page, I just want to say thank you. I, we really appreciate that. As long as you guys and gals continue to like the page, like the photos, the videos, everything we post, we're going to bring you more content. We're going to bring it to you. So you can live vicariously through us. So you'll be like, you know what? They had a great time at that con. I'm going to go next time. If you want to interact with us on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmess or that djronmess guy. Um, Mako-chan is at Makoto, Mako-chan Kino, or Mako-chan. And Ichigogami is at Ichigogami. Straightforward and simple, you know? And what's with the laughter, you? I'm just... I can't. I'm sorry that my name is like. It, you guys are so creative with different names. I'm just like, yep, it's me. But it works though. It does. Sorry. And as I said, we're back at our normal time of 9:30 p.m. Eastern with Encore presentations Thursdays at two. But don't forget, there are other geek-centric podcasts on the VOG Network that you definitely have to check out. We have the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, The Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Knowledge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Under Sedation Live, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wild, and I believe Whorehouse is coming back. I know something's coming down the pipe, so stay tuned for that. Uh, check out those other great shows throughout the week right here on the VOG Network. And we're going to go around the room... Last words, Mako. I feel like shit. Okay. Last words, Ichigo. Thank you for having me again. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I was a space cadet today, so... <laughs> Please excuse me as I return to Earth. <laughs> get back to work. On My last words. I need to finish watching NCIS and play more LBX. That game is amazing. And I think whoever whoever came with the idea of Little Battlers Exchange had to be a fan of Gundam Build Fighters. Had to be. Okay, that is it. End of list. 
we are getting out of here. We're back at our normal time of 9.30 p.m. So definitely stay tuned for that in our pre-show at 9.15. Definitely stay tuned. Alright, so I'm Ranma. I'm Mako-chan. I'm Ichigogami. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Night. Ciao, ciao. Hmm. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had to. I had to. That was fun. All right. Say goodnight, Ichigo. Goodnight, Ichigo. Goodnight, everybody. We'll see you next week. Jamatane.